This episode of Money to Burn is brought to you in loving memory of Rhea. Welcome along to episode 18 of Money to Burn, the podcast that looks at the lighter side of business. As you can probably tell by my voice, I'm carrying a little bit of a head cold for this episode, but that's because the summer is over and we're now entering October. But don't be down in the dumps because there's going to be loads of money to burn to keep you company in the coming winter months as we lead up towards spooky Halloween and, of course, Christmas. So, on this week's episode, we're going to kick it off with a bit of what? You never knew and no more funny business and we have a very special well done old chum as well to raise your spirits so sit back relax and enjoy all money to burn has to offer hi i'm carol and i listen to money to burn while having a cup of coffee in alicante hi my name is sue and i listen to money to burn while i'm out walking in tucson arizona in the usa Hi, I'm Michael. I listen to Money to Burn, driving along in Eindhoven in the part of Holland. What? You never knew on Money to Burn. So on this week's What? You never knew. We have the return of Google. Now, we've had Google on the show a couple of times. Um, I think even on the first episode, we had that Google originally was going to be called Backrub. If you want to throw yourself back to episode one and have a listen, we told you that Google was originally going to be called Backrub, which was pretty crazy. But we also have another interesting fact about Google that you probably never knew. Now, I'm sure you've all heard of Google. It was founded in September 1998 by Larry Page and Sergey Brin. I hope I'm doing uh, justice to his pronunciation of his name. And they were PhD students at Stanford University in California. So not a too bad of a company to invent while you're in college. Very, very good. They've turned it into a, a college uh, company, or a college, should I say, startup. And they've turned it into a $280 billion business. Now, the thing about Google that we're going to tell you today is, it was almost not called Google. Okay, I know we've already told you that it was originally called Backrub, but when they changed the name from Backrub, they actually changed it to Google. Now, what they say, this one of the stories, is a couple of stories about it. One story says that investors misspelled the mathematical term Google as Google when they were writing them a check. And that the spelling just stuck. Another one, uh, another that people say, is that a student, a fellow student of the guys, misspelled Google when looking for an available name for the company. So he was helping them out, and he said he'd look up a name for the guys to call their company, and they he actually misspelled the word Google. Now, if you don't know what the word Google means, uh, you're probably not alone, but Google, G-O-O-G-A-L, that's the number one followed by a hundred zeros. So it's kind of a clever name, because it, there's so many thousands of things you can find on Google or Google and um, so that's what they were going to originally call it Google so the story is that either a student misspelled the name Google and put Google when he looked up a name that he could call the company or somebody wrote a check for the company and they misspelled it so either way whatever the actual true stories we'll probably never know which one is actually the truth it's crazy to think that you could have been calling it either Backrub or Google. So look, if you don't believe me, just go on Google and Google Google, and you'll see that Google was almost Google. Does that make sense? No, probably not. 
You're listening to Money to Burn, where it's always your business. Well done, old chum. So on this week's Well Done Old Chum, we have a very famous person this week. Um, sometimes, as you know, if you listen to the show regular, we'll have someone, could be someone from the local Dunn stores um, who is very nice to you. It could be someone in the community who's raising uh, funds for people in need. But this week, we're looking at a celebrity. We've looked at some celebrities in the past, Taylor Swift, David Williams, but this is our first sportsman. And it's Mesut Ozil. Now, we're not actually giving him a well-done old chum uh, nod this week because of his footballing skills, although he is a brilliant footballer because he hasn't actually even played for Arsenal this year at all. Um, But it's actually to do with the mascot, okay? If you ever look at Arsenal games, you might have seen on the touchline a guy called Gunnarsaurus. And Gunnarsaurus, as you can probably tell by the name, is a dinosaur. But with no fans in the ground... Arsenal decided they would cut him from the wage bill. So they actually let the guy go. Uh, Jerry Coy is his name. The guy who does the mascot. I'm sorry to maybe break the news to you that it isn't a real dinosaur. Uh, But if you're listening to Money to Burn, you're probably of a higher intellect to know that it's probably not a real dinosaur in the first place. But I thought I'd break the news to you anyway. And sorry if I've actually ruined the illusion for you. But look, he's been the mascot for the last 27 years. And a lot of Arsenal fans were very upset, including uh, Paul Merson, actually. He came out and was really annoyed. He said that, like, a lot of the 40-year-old fans would have grown up uh, with Gunnarsaurus and that they'd become quite attached to him, and a lot of them were very sad over it. So, Mesut Ozil, who hasn't actually played for Arsenal this year, so he might be not sure how long he'll remain at the club, but he has said that he was very sad to hear that Jerry Coy, the famous mascot Gunnarsaurus, who's been an integral part of the club, had been made redundant after 27 years. And as such, he's offered... Yeah, this is crazy. To reimburse Arsenal with the full salary of the big green guy as long as he's an Arsenal player. Now, that is really, really cool. So, he's actually offered to pay his entire salary as long as he's uh, playing with Arsenal. Um, now, Gunnar Soros has attracted uh, many kind of uh, GoFundMe pages have been set up in his honour. But uh, Mesut Ozil has stepped in and said, look, no need for that. I'm going to cover the entire cost. Across the globe as well, I'm not sure if you noticed, but Sevilla on their Twitter page even put up a picture of Gunnar Soros claiming to have signed him. I think that's a world first in football for someone to sign someone else's mascot. But uh, Sevilla have said that they've signed him and they put it up on their Twitter. I'm not too sure how it is. But even if it is all just a bit of fun, um, there was a man's wage and a man's job um, on the line. And we want to say fair play to Mesut Ozil for stepping up and saying that, no, that's not happening on my shift. Um, even if I'm not uh, on shift, I'm just sitting on the bench. I'm still going to get some of my money and I'm going to make sure this guy isn't missing out just because of COVID. Because uh, he's, he's as much an integral part of the club as any player or any manager. So we want to say Mesut Ozil, well done, old chum. Hi, my name is Dylan, and I was a finalist in the Young Scientist of the Year Award 2019. I listen to Money to Burn while I am working on my future business projects. No more funny business on Money to Burn.
on No More Funny Business, we like to look at companies around the world that saw a little gap in the market and thought, I could come up with an idea that would work there. Or some of them come up with crazy ideas that a lot of people would have looked at them and thought, you're not going to make any money doing that. No one's going to want you to do that. But they've actually made it really, really successful. And this company is no different. The company is called We Do Lines. Yeah, and that's exactly what they do. They draw lines on the ground. And they've made a lot of money doing it. They're based in Ridgefield, Connecticut. And franchises have opened up all across America since late 2009. So since the, for the last 11 years, franchises of We Do Lines have been popping up all over the states. Now, you might not know this, but there's 500 million parking spaces across America. I can hear our American uh, listeners shouting at the podcast. Um, Sue in Tuscan, Arizona, I'm looking at you. Probably thinking... 500 million parking spaces and I can't even find one outside the supermarket. But there is, there's 500 million parking spaces. And before these guys got into business, how they were painted was mostly uh, companies would just get a guy to come along uh, with a paint, with painter pants on, a bucket and a brush, and he'd draw lines in the ground. Now the problem with that is, a lot of the paints that they might use might not be of great quality, so they'd fade when it rains. Um, a lot of the lines would have been crooked, not great quality. You've probably driven into some car parks and you think, wow, who drew that line? Were they a little bit gargled there um, when they were drawing those lines? I know I have, even over here in Ireland I've gone into some car parks um, and the lines are really, really crooked. But that's where these guys looked at it. They just thought, if the, the business owners, Chris Curry, Dan Rella and Tom Darrow, they got the idea because they were opening a business and outside in their car park, they wanted to get parking spaces for their employees and for their customers and they weren't able to get anyone that was willing to come out and draw them. So that's where they come up with the idea. They thought, why don't we start a business just off the back of this? Now, it started off very small, as I say. It was just literally their business um, in a local little area, just in Connecticut. But now, all over America, these guys are being hired, or employees of theirs are being hired, to draw lines in car parks. Now, what the company offers you is the company uses a waterproof latex paint that's specifically manufactured by Sherwin-Williams to be durable, bright, and approved by the Department of Transportation. Now, obviously, if you're going to work for them, unfortunately, if you want a day shift, you're not going to get many day shifts because the company does most of its stripe painting at night because parking lots, obviously, are clear. That makes pretty much sense to me. So, look, if you want to do, uh, do get in touch with them to do some uh, drawing outside your premises. Um, you can contact We Do Lines by uh, dropping them a line. You're listening to Money to Burn. To contact Money to Burn, please reach out on money to burn podcast at gmail.com. Money to Burns. Business Breakdown. So next week, there's going to be a big, big launch of the new iPhone 12. Um, it's coming to us a month later than usual. If, if you're a big Apple fan, you probably notice that Apple usually launches its products in the first week of September. But because of COVID, they are launching their new um, iPhones on October 13th. Now, Apple has announced the Media Day event is going to be called High Speed. 
HI speed it's called if you want to look it up um, it's basically saying hello to speed but the iPhone always gets people spreading rumours you always hear people talking about it saying oh it's going to have wings and it's going to be able to fly into the kitchen and make you a cup of tea and all this kind of stuff you know what I mean you hear all these it's going to be a foldable phone it's going to be it's going to have all sorts of these different features and the rumours sometimes are crazy so I've basically scoured the internet and I've eliminated most of the crazy wacky bizarre rumours that probably won't happen and I've compiled a few that I think possibly will um, and a lot of them almost certainly will because there's always a few little leaks around when phones are released whether it's Samsung whether it's Sony whether it's Nokia whatever it is you're going to hear a few little things that you can kind of take as that's probably true now we did talk about it a couple of weeks back on the show here and a few of the things that we did predict in that show have come true now first of all from what I've heard there's going to be four phones and they're going to come in a lot of people are find size is important they don't really care what's on the inside they just want to know is it going to be a big phone and what color is it going to be so sizes wise they're going to come in a 5.4 inch which is if you want to gauge what kind of size that is, it's a very small phone. Um, 5.4 inches, you're looking at... It's it's the second smallest phone since they released the XSE, the SE phone, which was a 4.7 inch. So it's it's the second smallest phone since that. So they're going back a little bit because some people probably do miss the smaller phones. Some people don't want the big, big phones. But I, I'm, I'm a fan of the big phones myself. I have the iPhone XS Max, which is a 6.5 inch display. And one of the new phones is even going to be bigger than that. I don't know what they're going to call it. The iPhone Gargantuan or something. It's 6.7 inches. So it's going to be even bigger than the iPhone X Mac, XS Max. And I can tell you I have one of them. And it's a big, big phone. So I'm interested to see what that's going to be like. And then they're going to release two 6.1 inch sizes. So one of the premium phones is going to be 6.1. And then they're going to have one that's a 6.1 inch as well. It's going to be not premium. It's going to be the kind of the... The affordable kind of phone. Um, they always do a more economical type version as well. And the 5.4 inch is going to be similar. It's going to be the kind of the cheaper version of the iPhone. And the 6.7 is going to be the one which is the premium. Now, the triple lens 3D cameras, they're going to be coming on the premium version of the phone. So on the one of the 6.7s and one of the 6.1s will have a 3D camera. The other two phones will have 2D. Now, again, as I say, these are all just rumours, but... A lot of them can be fairly, fairly accurate. From down through the years, when I read these online, you can usually tell which ones are going to be accurate and which ones are going to be kind of crazy. Now, all the phones, all of them, all all the four phones, are going to all have OLED displays. So that's good news if you do watch a lot of videos and stuff on your phones. That's going to be good to have. Um, there's going to be 5G connectivity as well across all phones. They're all going to come with an A14 chip. And for those, as I say earlier on, who don't really care what's inside the phone, they just want to know what colours are going to be coming in. The rumours are that it's going to be a black, well, a space grey, um, they call it that, um, rose gold. There's a rumour as well that there's going to be another rose gold, and a lot of people like the pinky colour, silver, and for the first time in a long time, they're going to have a blue colour option. So yeah, I think that's pretty cool. It might be, it might be nice. Kind of, I know Samsung had a blue iPhone, a blue Samsung out um, there a while ago and it did look really really cool it looked nice but bad news I've given you all the good news you've got all the things for you to look forward to the bad news is something that we did predict a couple of episodes back it is looking increasingly likely that the iPhone this year is not going to come with a power adapter so you're going to have to use last year's power adapter I know you might have a couple around the house but a lot of people like to get a new one because they don't tend to last that long but I certainly have a couple of spare ones, so I'm not too put out. And they're also not going to come with ear pods. 
again if someone some, I know a lot of people like getting the brand new earphones in the box and the goodies as they call them but look this year if you're getting an iPhone you're literally just going to be getting the iPhone you're not going to be getting any AirPods um, any power adapters now they may surprise us on Tuesday and release them with both of them and you can write into the show and say uh, you were wrong but it's looking increasingly likely that there's going to be no power adapter and no AirPods so if you are thinking of getting a new uh, iPhone don't throw out your uh, old charger just yet you might want to hold on to it there but it's going to be very exciting to see I know a lot of Apple fans uh, listen to the show so we're not going to really um, dwell on it too much longer it's going to be just a case of waiting until October 13th to see what they actually do with the phone and in terms of price I've heard it's going to be roughly $50 you can translate you can change that into whatever currency you like um, wherever your local currency is it's going to be about $50 cheaper than the phones last year. So it's not going to be a huge, significant drop in price. A lot of people were hoping for a lot of savings, but obviously when you're putting a lot of high-quality product into a phone, you can't afford to reduce it that much. But it's going to go down by about $50. You'll cover the cost of you having to get probably that power adapter and earpods if you don't have one yourself already. But it's something to look forward to, and we'll keep an eye on it, and we'll talk about it again in the coming weeks. Debbie and I listen to Money to Burn on the Lewis Into Work. Hi, I'm Brian and I listen to Money to Burn while in the gym in Kildare. Outworking or working out, Money to Burn is always a good shout. None of your business on Money to Burn. section of the show I like to call none of your business and it's not that I'm being very rude telling you that this is none of your business it's actually a little clever play in words to tell you that this section of the show has nothing to do with business because obviously as you probably noticed money to burn is the lighter side of business but it's always kind of business related topics so we thought we'd bring in a little section of the show where we can tell you something that has nothing to do with business that might in either make you learn something new or make you laugh and smile so this week's is a very interesting one and it's the fact that in American college, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT as it's known, they deem that certain students who take courses in pistol marksmanship, now I didn't even know there's a course for that, archery, sailing and fencing, can be deemed to be called certified pirates. How cool is that? Imagine going to college and people asking you, so what, what, what did you get your graduation in? And you're like, oh, I'm actually a pirate now. That is pretty cool. Um, I think I might go to MIT myself and get that just for the uh, the shock value maybe. I can imagine some of the interviews actually when you're going for a job uh, after going to MIT. I can see someone reading your CV going, oh, I, I see here it says that you're a certified pirate. Is that correct? Oh, I've sailed the seven seas. Really? Well, no, I just went to Massachusetts Institute of Technology and did sailing. That, my friends, is sadly the end of episode 18, but turn that frown upside down because it's not going to be the end for long because we're going to have loads more content coming out in the month of October, including a very special, spooky episode for Halloween. But we're going to have loads of more episodes before that one um, because as a lot of people have been reaching out to me on the email, moneytoburnpodcast at gmail.com and asking for a lot more Money to Burn content. A lot of people have been listening back to old episodes of Money to Burn and they've listened to them a couple of times now, so they're like, come on, we need a few new episodes 
episodes there so I'm going to be releasing loads of money to burn content over the coming days and weeks so in order to know when we're dropping stuff make sure you click subscribe so then you always get updates of when we release content you can also follow us on money to underscore burn on twitter and money to burn podcast on uh, instagram as well so you can always keep an eye of what we're up to so look i'm gonna be talking to you all very soon and in between that time make sure you stay safe stay happy but most of all stay lucky <laughs>